0: You can handle anything. Episode number 286. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming and complaining, and without getting mad at yourself for losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that being able to control your emotions in the moment is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn skills, tips, and strategies on how to handle everyday emotional situations, not only so you can feel more in control and have fewer automatic reactions, but so that you can actually be the person you truly wanna be in any situation, no matter what. Thank you so much for tuning in, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So this is the third of a four part series that I am dedicating to the topic of emotional eating. And the reason that I'm focusing on this topic this month is because I recently sent out a questionnaire to many of the people who subscribe to my newsletter. And on that questionnaire had a bunch of different titles for workshops. And I asked them to select the ones that were most interesting to them. And the topic of emotional eating came up as one of the most popular responses. And that's why I decided to do this podcast series on the topic and then lead my next monthly workshop on October 30th on emotional eating. And so if you'd like to participate in the workshop live with me, you will be receiving an email about that next week if you are subscribed to my newsletter. And if you aren't, you can send me a DM on Instagram, and I will send you the link to enroll so you can already save your spot today. So just in case you didn't have a chance to listen to last week's episode or the episode before that one, I want to just preface here that I am not a dietitian and I am not a doctor. And what I am is an emotional well being coach. And everything I do always comes from the angle or the perspective of emotions. And the reason that I'm so passionate about emotions is because I truly believe that your emotions drive everything that you do in your life. Literally, every decision you make, every action you take is fueled by your emotions. But unless you know how to manage your emotions, often we end up taking actions and making decisions that we don't necessarily want to, or that don't serve us. Unfortunately, many of us were never taught as kids how to manage our emotions, and so we're not really equipped to deal not only with the big emotional situations in our lives, but even just the everyday situations like eating, because everything in life, literally everything, has an emotional element to it, including eating. And so if you don't handle your emotions well when it comes to eating, let's say, you basically end up, quote unquote, eating your emotions. Like when you turn to food when you're stressed or you're overwhelmed or you're bored or you're tired, instead of handling the emotions the way that would serve you best, you end up soothing your emotions with food. But of course, that doesn't make the difficult emotion that you're feeling go away. So, anyway, I'm dedicating four episodes to this topic because I feel like it is definitely a topic worth exploring together. And today I would like to talk about urges because we have all experienced urges in our lives and we're going to continue to experience urges in our lives. And yet, most people don't know what to do when it comes to urges. Like, an urge could be you know, you just finished dinner and Ice cream is served, and even though you're full, you have an urge to have the ice cream. Or forget about the ice cream, right? Let's just say you had a plate of dinner. You might have an urge to have a second plate, even though you're already physically satisfied, right? Or maybe let's say you've been working all day and you skipped a meal, and suddenly you have an urge to eat the entire refrigerator. Or maybe you're food shopping and as you're walking around, you see that they're offering some taste testing of some new products and you have an urge to taste everything that's being offered. Okay, so according to Google, an urge is a strong desire or impulse, which I think is a fair definition. But when it comes to eating, and the truth is actually when it comes to anything, I think it's really worthwhile to distinguish between urges. And at least from my perspective, there are two kinds. One kind is that there's a physical urge, right? And the other kind is an emotional urge. A physical urge would look like, you know, you haven't eaten in a few hours, your stomach is growling, maybe you're getting a light headache because you haven't eaten enough, and you have an urge to eat, like it's a real physical urge to satisfy your need to eat. That urge is more of like a sensation, not necessarily an emotion. It's a physical bodily sensation to eat. Okay. But when it comes to emotional eating, I'm really looking at and referring to the other kind of urge, which of course is the emotional urge meaning you have a desire to eat, but that's not stemming from a physical place. Instead, it's stemming from an emotional place. Like you have an urge to eat because you're thinking, whether it's conscious or not, that eating is actually going to make you feel better in that moment. Like it's gonna make you feel calm or happy or even joyful. Now, I wanna take a pause for a moment just so that we can recognize together that we all experience different kinds of urges in our lives. So even if you're listening to this podcast episode and you don't consider yourself an emotional leader, I wanna see where else you may be experiencing urges in your life. Like perhaps an urge to finish someone's sentences when they're speaking, or an urge to offer unsolicited advice to a friend, or an urge to stay in bed in the morning instead of getting up as planned, or an urge to scroll through Facebook first thing in the morning, or an urge to daydream about some fantasy or maybe about some long lost love. I mean, we have urges all day long, right? Even checking your phone all day long is an urge. And the way that you know if something is an urge or not is your relationship to it. Meaning, when you feel the urge, do you act on it immediately? And if you don't react to it automatically, What does that feel like? I mean, just think about it. If I were to tell you, assuming that you have a smartphone and that you use it often throughout the day, that you can only check your phone for an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening, how would that feel to you? I'm just gonna assume that that would likely be difficult for you. And that's because you are used to feeding the urge to look at your phone anytime you have the urge, right? In other words, that's where the urges get their power. They get their power by you acting on them. Because if you didn't act on the urge, the urge would actually be powerless. But for most of us, urges are not powerless. They're actually powerful. And that's because we act on them all day long. So when it comes down to it, when it comes to urges, It's really your belief that you need to act on them in the moment when you can actually choose not to. It really comes down to choice, just like anything else. So whether you do this with eating or drinking or with your phone or in communication with people or with Netflix, it's important to find yourself in this human behavior because it does happen to all of us. And when I say it, I mean that we experience an urge and we don't question it, right? We don't stop to look at it or stop to inquire into it or stop and just sit with it. What we do is we just act on it. We comply to it. And that is exactly the moment where we get stuck. So let me give you an example. Last night, I made some bread. Around six o'clock in the evening, the timer went off in the oven and And the entire house smelled like fresh, spelt sourdough bread. And after the bread had some time to cool and I started to slice it, I had an urge to taste the bread, even though I wasn't physically hungry. I had no physical desire to eat. The urge that I had was purely emotional. I just had a desire to taste the bread, to feel the warm bread melt in my mouth, right? It was all emotional. Now, not eating the bread in that moment is actually simple. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, what, that's not simple, but hear me out. Not eating the bread in that moment, like making that decision, is actually not the hard part. The hard part is the feeling that that's gonna be left over when I choose not to eat the bread. That's the hard part. Can you see that? We're actually talking about two different things. One is the choice to eat the bread or not, and the other is the emotion that's driving that choice, the emotion of desire. Because I can easily say, you know what? I'm not gonna have the piece of bread right now. I think I'll have some in the morning. That's simple. What's hard is what's left over. And what's left over is that sense of desire inside of my body because our emotions live in the body. And that's where most of the work regarding emotional eating exists or whatever urges that you experience in your life. It's at the level of the emotions and knowing exactly how to handle those emotions instead of numbing them. And so if you are an emotional eater, like I have been most of my life, the work of becoming a non-emotional eater or a mindful eater, however you want to call it, has nothing to do with depriving yourself or starving yourself or going on diets or fasting. And what I'm talking about has nothing to do with weight loss. It has to do with knowing exactly what to do When you feel difficult emotions, so that you can manage your mind instead of letting your mind manage you. And so, if I'm feeling emotional in any given moment and I choose not to eat the bread, it's not because I'm on a diet or because I'm depriving myself, but rather it's because I'm deliberately choosing not to eat the bread. And the reason I would be successful is because I know how to get emotionally unstuck from that urge. And to prove to you that this has nothing to do with dieting, I'll give you another example. Last night, my family had Ben & Jerry's for dessert. It's a long time tradition of celebrating our birthdays with Ben & Jerry's. So anyway, we sat down to dinner and I deliberately chose not to eat. And the reason I didn't eat dinner is because I wasn't really hungry. I didn't have a big physical desire to eat. And not only was I not hungry, I also wanted to have room to enjoy some ice cream and I didn't want to overeat. Now that may sound strange to you that I didn't eat dinner but I ate dessert, but that's okay. My point is, is that I deliberately chose ahead of time that I was going to eat ice cream. I didn't eat the ice cream from a place of an urge in the moment. And I didn't eat from a place of fear of missing out in that moment because everyone else would be eating and enjoying the ice cream. I decided ahead of time that I was going to eat it. So practicing to not feed your emotions has nothing to do with dieting or weight loss. What it does have to do with is strengthening your moment muscle and learning how to be with difficult emotions instead of complying to them. There's a phrase I once learned called, what you focus on grows. And I feel like that same principle applies here. The more you comply to your urges, the stronger your urges get. Your urges just get bigger and bigger and possibly can even feel out of control. But the more you don't comply to them because you know how to process difficult emotions, the more you will ultimately extinguish them. Because that's literally what happens when you don't feed an urge or you don't reward an urge. It extinguishes. Now, I wanna let you know that this is a practice. And I'm not just talking about the specific emotions of urges, I'm talking about all emotions. Because how to handle your emotions is not a one and done deal, right? It's not just like listening to a podcast and then never having obstacles in your life again. It's a practice and it requires skill building and effective tools so that your mind has a place to land when it feels emotional and out of control. And this is exactly why I offer my courses and my membership community, because this truly is about a lifestyle. And it's not about aiming for perfection, but rather it's about learning, constantly looking at your life, seeing what's not working, seeing where you wanna make a shift and moving forward deliberately with a plan to create that change. Emotional eating is a complicated topic. And like I said, my interest is looking at it from the emotional perspective. And so, where I'd like to leave you this week is to challenge you to identify where you experience urges in your life, whether it's related to food or not. Where do you get an urge to do something? to say something, to interrupt someone, to react automatically to someone, to blurt out something, to, to offer advice or to eat, right? Where do you experience urges in your life? What does it look like? What are you feeling when you have an urge? And what is your automatic reaction? How are you complying to the urge? And where in your life would you like to extinguish those urges? These are really great questions to sit with, and what they will do is help you increase your awareness around the urges that you experience in your life, because awareness is always the first place to start. Because learning how to handle an urge, honestly, is one of the most empowering feelings ever. It is incredibly liberating to know how to handle an urge, and I would love for you to experience that with me. If you are serious about wanting to make a change in your life from going from an emotional eater to a non-emotional eater, and you want to learn how to handle urges better, you do not want to miss the workshop on October 30th. Watch for the emails from me next week, or send me a DM on Instagram to reserve your spot now. I will be back next week for the last episode on this series of emotional eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.